The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Time for TV and streaming with Elaine Burke and Joe Shea. And let's start by having a clip from Curb Your Enthusiasm. The new season's premiere was last week. It's a programme I used to watch when it came out religiously and then lost interest in it. I wonder, is it worth going back for things like this? i got to tell you, I'm a little confused about the Brook Brookie rule. Oh, there's not a rule. Oh, no, I, I beg to differ. I think there is a rule. Now, Carl, who hardly knows you at all, calls you Brookie, whereas I was given very strict instructions by you to call you Brook. Carl is a great guy. No, no, Carl is not a great guy. I just spoke to Carl. I didn't find Carl to be a great guy at all. If I had a Larry rule, Carl wouldn't be calling me Larry, I can tell you that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to call you Larry? No, because I don't have a Larry rule. I don't have a Brook Brookie rule. No, you do. You do have a Brook Brookie rule. And it only applies to me. Okay, Joe Shea, is Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm worth watching? Well, I'm kind of the same as you, Matt. I got out of the habit of watching it, and at one stage it really was compulsive viewing, and it was fantastic. But I just, I, I think it, it got a bit one note for me, and it kind of like, you know, you know, you knew what you were getting. Yep. Brilliantly done, but you knew what you were getting every week. Larry gets into a scrape, gets into a socially awkward situation, and then it goes on from there. But uh, the, the pre-publicity for this, the final series... Our people are saying that, you know, he's very much back on form or to- on top of his form and it really is worth catching. So I think I might, what I might do is I might go back and watch some of the ser- uh, series that I missed and then I'll catch up and I'll watch the last series because it is, you know, it has to be said, one of the great comedy shows of, of recent decades. Elaine, where do you stand on it? I, I've been a consistent fan of Career Enthusiasm and I do understand it's one of those shows because it's run for so long like this is its 12th season like you will get those moments where you feel like you know it, it's done everything it can do the stories are getting tired but I think what they did was they shifted from that episodic version where you would get you know a lot of uh, scrapes that Larry was in and all wrapped up by the end of one episode to these more seasonal arcs. Now it's still comedy so it's not like they're doing dramatic arcs but you'd find things that characters that pop up in an early season and a reference point from earlier in the season will become relevant later on uh, and that's something that they did in season 11 quite successfully and look to be doing again in season 12 and it's not just Larry but there's this new character which you will have missed because you only came about in season 11 who is basically the world's worst actress who's ended up working with Larry because uh, he's had to basically uh, for you know, another scrape he found himself in, he's had to work with this actress called Maria Sofia. And this is a a young actress called Kayla Monterosa Magia. And she is scene stealing in this season, just like she was in season 11 as well. Uh, She's actually become quite successful as an actress in this season. So there's a new dimension to her character in that. Um, So it's not just the Larry-ness of it all. They actually have brought in new characters that are really interesting. I thought when they brought in the Leon character, the consummate freeloader in J.P. Smoove. I thought that that was a good addition to the cast. So I think they have been able to adapt the season and keep it fresh, although I'm sure there was that lull in the middle where maybe it did lose some viewers. I just realised it's your pick of the week, so you had to defend it. Something else (laughs) that might be coming back, another Alan Partridge show. So that gives us an excuse to play, as ever, a little bit of when he met Martin Brennan from Sligo. It's a a tortoise. His name is Alan. Yeah, um... Pretty sure these are illegal. Where did you get it? Yeah, you want any more of those, you come see me. No. Doesn't want any more. She's, she's asking where you got it. I have a friend in County Kildare, does them. Well, you talk to me. 
Uh, well, um, I think, um, sorry if anyone's concerned, we will contact the RSPCA, yes. but uh, lovely gesture, um, lo lovely Irish gesture. Uh, well, yeah. I'm afraid that's all we've got time no, for we could tonight. let you go with a little song. No. Right. Thank you anyway, but we've got uh, a great montage of police dogs set to music. We do indeed, yes. I love you as I never loved before. You're going to ruin a slow-mo sequence of Alsatians jumping up and biting I the arms of dog handlers set to Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. It's great TV. Come on, lads. Come on. Come to me. Please stop playing. Or my dream of love is over. I love you as I loved you When you were sweet When you were sweet Sixteen Your black and tan, come and fight me like a man. Show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders. Tell her how the IRA made you run like Calloway when the green and lovely lanes of Killers. Steve Coogan as both Alan Partridge and Martin Brennan. Alan Partridge, of course, to this stage is going, Joe, I think knowing me, knowing you was back in the 1990s, wasn't it? There have been so many iterations of Alan Partridge. So where can Steve Coogan bring him now? Well, you're right. I mean, I'm Alan Partridge, which we had him living in the travel lodge, which is what a lot of people first, you know, got to know him really well. That's 1997. You know, it's that long ago. Here's the interesting thing. He's on his way back with a new show for the BBC, and it's 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 called "And Did Those Feet" with Alan Partridge, which is is a reference to the the famous hymn Jerusalem. It's a travelogue of Alan going around the UK, and he's trying to reinvent himself as a mental health advocate. And here's the fascinating thing with, with, with um, Steve Coogan and the character. Coogan's been brilliant at always updating Alan Partridge and changing him. I mean, you know, recently he was doing like podcasts, you know, as, as Alan Partridge, which is which is very much in in keeping with what Coogan has always done with him. He's always kind of, even though Partridge is this ridiculous character, you know, this strange character, he's always moved him along. So this new series, even though he did a travelogue with Alan Partridge first guy in, 29, uh, in uh, a good while ago called uh, Scissor Dial, it, it's still, I think it's going to be required viewing because Alan Partridge is still very, very funny. Would you watch Elaine? Oh yeah, big fan of, of all the Alan Partridge canon and even like I would say, even his like autobiographies that are written by Alan Partridge, you get the audio version of that read by Alan Partridge, including the footnotes and it is absolutely hilarious. He really is just like, this character is just perfect comedic material and this time, which that clip of Martin Brennan is from, was this perfectly observed uh, satire of that kind of evening time television. One show. And it only ran for two seasons, but it had so many iconic moments, Martin Brennan being probably the biggest, most famous thing in it. Uh, Elaine, uh, tell us about the controversy over the Super Bowl ads. Not the ones that we saw here on this side of the Atlantic, but the ones that ran on American television last night. Yeah, so uh, Super Bowl is obviously like a, as big a commercial uh, advertising venture as it is a football match. And uh, there was an Uber Eats ad. Now, the thing is now you get the Super Bowl ads are actually even released before the Super Bowl. There's as much pageantry around the ads being released as there is around the team selection, I think. So Uber Eats had released an ad 
ahead of time that was kind of on the theme of don't forget to remember your Uber Eats. So it was having people kind of forget things in funny scenarios. They had Jennifer Aniston forgetting who David Beckham was. They had David, Beckham, David Schwimmer. They had David Beckham and Victoria Beckham forgetting who the Spice Girls were. Um, but they also had a man apparently forgetting that he had a nut allergy and ordering a peanut butter uh, sandwich or something like that. And uh, that caused a bit of controversy because it's making light of what is a very serious thing. And you don't want people getting the sense that you could make light of no allergies because they are fatal. Um, so they had to then redraft the ad, uh, re-release a version without that joke in it. Um, and, and they didn't issue any apologies, but the like, the groups representing people for food allergies and, and taking that seriously and stuff like that were grateful that that change was made. And then you also had, there was an ad basically from um, a, a group called The Dawn Project who are advocating for safer software that was advising people to boycott sales of Tesla products and Tesla stock. Uh, they actually ran an ad last Super Bowl under the same kind of um, content. And it's just that they feel that the, the full self-driving modes that's been sold on Tesla cars is dangerous and, uh, you know, is not safe for being on public roads and shouldn't be sold as anything along the lines of full self-driving. And then there was uh, quite an interesting one. So there was um, an ad by kind of an evangelical group uh, that was, called the he gets us campaign and it kind of uh re uh, imagined the scene of G- jesus washing the feet and it was various different scenes of people washing the feet of other people and there were people nearly across many divides so there was say um a christian woman washing a muslim woman's feet and there, there's also a scene of a woman washing the feet of someone outside a family planning center and these are kind of causing controversy not with people who have anything any problem with Christian advertising being a part of the Super Bowl, but with conservatives who are saying that this advertising was actually saying that these sinful people would be accepted in Christian society. And it's actually, the ad is about not being hateful and loving thy neighbor and stuff like that. And a lot of uh, conservative Christians are actually quite mad at that messaging and what it was putting across. So some strange controversy being stirred up there. Okay, and the time we've left was, Joe, what's your pick of the week, please? Tonight on BBC Two at 9pm, Space Shuttle Columbia Disaster. It's a new three-part docu-series. Uh, it's Louis Thoreau's company, Mindhouse Productions, are actually doing it. And basically looking at the 2003 Space Shuttle Disaster um, when Columbia uh, broke apart on re-entry. It's three, it's three, three hour-long uh, episodes. It's inside what happened, talking to the people involved. Some amazing footage, including the moment inside the NASA Control Centre when they realised everything had gone wrong. A terrible tragedy. I watched, I've been watched, uh, binge watched for all mankind recently so I'm very much in this area at the moment so that's tonight BBC 2 9pm Spatial Columbia Disaster. Thank you very much Joe Shea and Elaine Burke. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.